When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, uh, yeah, the Michael K. Show. It's Thursday. It's November 30th. It's the final day in November. Wow. 2023. Kay LaGreca Rosenberg and you. We got so much to do today. We'll talk to Imani Toomer a little bit later on, on until 6.30. I just want to pat myself on the back. Go ahead. So Don, I, Don had an excuse yesterday. So after we had that great remote at the NHL store. It was a great time. Don had a run to do the pregame show at the Garden. So he couldn't really stick around and schmooze and take right. pictures. Nope. Peter, though, big time everybody and bolted out of there. And I not, stood that's there. That's not factual. I stood there until I, I'd say 7.05, signing every autograph, taking every picture, Making making nice, just just being that guy, and I don't even have a problem with it. I I love pressing the flush. Then I walked the three blocks to the little parking lot that I had parked in, mm-hmm. and that was somewhat problematic okay. because checking out at seven oh six instead of paying forty five dollars to park, no. it was seventy five dollars. Oh park. well, oh, hit the, no. hit the button then. What button? Congratulations, you played yourself. Why? Right. why? I, the people that listen to the show, they're worth that money. Yeah, but you told the whole story for a reason, right? Yeah. Yeah, you did. So you really you either wanted to just put yourself over that bad, or you're actually sickened by it, and you should have just cut it. You probably just wasted time. You know what my guess is, uh, Don? What's that? Out of the, the, you know, the people waiting, there was probably one woman there who Michael spent extra time talking to because oh, he loves no. chatting up the ladies and lost control, lost track of time, and then it was allegation. late for the garage. It's a serious allegation. Because there weren't, Don, if you looked at, I did not bolt out. I was in a rush. I had uh, my my sitter for Rocky was leaving at 7 o'clock on the dot. I did have to go. Um, but I still chatted with, you know, 10 people. I didn't think there were that many people waiting Oh, no, there were. I, I talked to everybody, signed books that people bought. See, I mean, uh, was, you know, but again, people don't bring me and Don books we're because we're just. you didn't write one. Even if I did, I have an album. How how often do they come up with a record? You know what I mean. You bring a record, a piece of vinyl out in that kind of cold weather, it's going to snap. No, what? No, it won't. People have brought it out before. No, it's, in, it's not a good idea. It's in plastic. Nothing, uh, nothing snaps on a uh, on a book. That's a, it's a great point. But I will say this: I, I really didn't say. I, I I told the story only so that you know management can know how much it cost me to park. Oh, oh, to try to get the money back, right? Because I didn't get the hat, which you thought I was snurring for. I walked out freezing. Uh, My ears almost snapped off. Nobody offered me a hat. Well, you were snurring for it. I didn't think it. It's what happened. But I didn't get it, did I? It failed. It failed. 
That's we had sad. a meeting that you could have brought that up in instead of on the air. So yeah. I don't know what your angle on that, to be honest uh, with you. I'm just, I also want to show everybody that I'm, I'm the real deal. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the real person here. Well, that's, it's, it's, well, you're you're the, such a bad guy. What does that mean? The he, real he's ba- here, uh, let me translate for you, Don. Okay. He's saying he's, we're, we think we're better than our audience. But Michael, guy I'm that not. he is, is there. Now, last year when we did a... When we did a thing in the uh, in the food court, one of the highest and highest profile events we've ever done, you bolted <laughs> out of the your, Jacobs pickle one. You, you, I you, had to catch a plane. Right. You didn't right. catch a plane. And Don, quote unquote, had pink eye. And I was the only one left there to mingle. with. I people. did not have pink eye. What did you have? You? I had a sinus infection. Pink eye Jays. No, they're two completely different things. Well, yesterday was pink eye. Yesterday was fantastic, though. A big shout out to Carl Banks and and his whole team, and and the good people at Starter and the NHL. It was the store is awesome. Uh, great crowd that came to hang out. Uh, Carl's assistant is 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 really good at what she does. Really buttoned up, Jackie. Yeah, really buttoned up. Very yeah, impressive she's, person. She's she's on it, man. It's yeah. it, and the and the and the black ice line is just fire. Now, one of the things that caught our ear yesterday, we talked about the possibility of Juan Soto coming to the Yankees. And it's just a possibility. I mean, as Don said on the show yesterday, every team wants Juan Soto. Every team. So you thought. But we had two callers that got through. I don't want Soto. He doesn't make the Yankees better. Which, I, I mean, it's on the top of the list of asinine statements of the year. That you could bring in a guy who's an all-time great statistically and worry about the fact that he's not a top-flight defender, probably a little below average, and he's not going to make them better. When if you consider and take a look at the, the left fielders they ran out there last year, how he, how he couldn't make them better is beyond me. So they don't want him. Who do they want? Who do you, you're, you're, you're listening to us right now. Maybe those people were just outliers. Who do you want? If you don't want them to get Juan Soto, and you need you you know they need to make improvements over a team that was eighty two and eighty, who do you want them to get? You'd rather Bellinger than Soto? Is that it? I want to know who you would rather get if not Juan Soto. And the people I called yesterday, call again, make yourself heard. Tell me what you'd rather have. You know the number. I'll give it again, 1-800-919-3776. And right when we got off the air, and when I was schmoozing with our listeners and everybody else was bolting for parts unknown, the Mets signed Luis Severino. And the reaction, you know, was, wow, why'd they do that? Well, first of all, it's a good play because, again, this is a big caveat. When healthy, he's a beast. Now, he hasn't been able to be healthy. The thing that surprised me about that signing, Don, I wonder if you felt this way as well. $13 million? It's on a flyer? And I'm not talking about a Philadelphia flyer. I'm talking about you're taking a chance. The guy has not been able to stay healthy. Maybe he does, and it looks like a brilliant move, and you get a great pitcher for $13 million. But if the guy gets hurt again, and I know what people are going to say. Well, Steve Cohen has the money. I know he has the money, but... Do you just throw it around like that? I thought yeah. Severino would get like a $5 million make good deal with a lot of incentives. He's getting $13 million guaranteed to see if he could stay healthy. 
again, if he stays healthy, it's a great move by the Mets. I just thought they paid a lot of money for that, Don. Yeah, but it's one year, and I guess because of the money they have, is it an indication that they're willing to do whatever? I mean, was there any other suitors? I'm sure people wanted the Well, guy. so I guess that's what it is, is that there were other people that wanted his services. The Mets have to have a rotation. I mean, they don't have a rotation right now. So you got to bring somebody in, and if Severino can get back to what he was before Tommy John, if the Mets can fix him, and obviously they think they can, otherwise they wouldn't have spent $13 million, but it's only a one-year deal in case they can't. So it's not bad. Uh, I'm not mad at it. I don't know if it's going to work, but I think Gordon Damer last night on, on the show with Larry said, you know, it's it, you, you never get mad at a one-year deal. It's one year. It's not going to cripple you. No, I, again, it's a good play. I just – I. Uh Maybe it's an indication of where the market is because everybody needs pitching, and there's not that much pitching out there. So what is Yamamoto going to get if a guy who can't stay healthy for the last five years just got $13 million like on a whim? And Yamamoto is 25 years old, and he takes the ball every time he's supposed to take the ball. Is he going to get $30 million a year? Is that might, possible? I mean, the money is ridiculous, Mike. What's Snell going to get? I mean, you're looking at you know Lance Lynn got. I mean, Lance Lynn, really? Guy's been in the league forever. He's nothing special. Sonny Gray got twenty five million a year. It's it just it, it's you know Peter and I have talked about it. You know, every every summer about just like how are you paying all this money to pitchers and all they do is get hurt. You can't wait to get them out of the rotation to get to your stupid bullpen. It, it is it, the money is just ridiculous. So. You know, that's if Severino turns out to get back to anywhere close to what he was, it's going to look like a bargain. If not, then you'll just count the days until he becomes a free agent and you get rid of him. I will tell Met fans this. He is a, a, a good guy, works his butt off. The, the injuries have, you know, destroyed him because this guy was on an arc to be one of the best. He was an ace. That was the ace that the Yankees have not been able to develop. That was the guy. And when Brian Cashman signed him to that, you know, five-year deal, it looked like a great deal. Five years, 50 million bucks. I mean, you're getting a great pitcher. So the guy could not pitch at all for five years, Don, essentially. Couldn't couldn't get on the mound. Got $10 million a year, was, was hurt all the time, and got a raise. Yes. So the market is just amazing. So we don't even know what Otani's going to get. Otani's going to get $50 million a year. Snell, Snell is, is a, essentially a five-inning pitcher. That's why there were some that said, gee, I wonder if he should win the Cy Young Award. His numbers were unbelievable, but he doesn't give you a length at all. He's going to get close to $30 well, million dollars a year. Rodon got 26. So what's the guy who won the Cy Young Award going to get? So this is what I always say whenever there's a work stoppage or a CBA negotiation. The owners have to stop themselves from complaining about how the sky is falling. And all they're doing is they're, it's like they're making it rain in a club. You know, those little guns that shoot out all those dollar bills. That's what they're doing. There's like no rhyme or reason to the way they spend money. They go absolutely nuts. That's why players don't want a salary cap, Don. Because if you leave owners to their own devices, they're going to just trip over each other to throw money at people. A guy who could not stay on the mound just got a $3 million raise. And, you know, I would not be surprised, Michael, if you see Severino working out of the bullpen. I don't know if his arm would hold up under that. Because I I do think that there is some – he can make that work. So, But I I, I don't know. It's just that you know what he's capable of doing. 
And every organization thinks they can figure it out, right? Every organization says, I can fix that guy. So they're probably looking, oh, we can fix him. And, and the thing is, you don't have to fix him because he's, he's a great pitcher when he's healthy. You just got to keep him healthy. Will they be able to keep him healthy? Now, we'll take your phone calls in a moment, but Monday Night Football did something that it's never done, never been allowed to do before, the, the first ever flex. So they're flexing Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kel- Kelsey off of Monday Night Football on Week 15. So the Chiefs at the Patriots on December 18th, they don't want, and they flex into Eagles at Seahawks. Is that a mm. smart flex? When you consider the Chiefs are going to draw uh, an audience no matter what because of Mahomes and Kelsey. And the Seahawks might not be good. The Seahawks are playing tonight against the Cowboys. They could get blown out. They're half point underdog. And it was the Chiefs who? It was the Chiefs and the Pats. No, well, just the, you got to get out of the Patriots. I guess. I, guess I mean, the Seahawks can at least be competitive. No, the, this, the Patriots are just non-competitive, Michael. I mean, they're, the, the Patriots are somehow less interesting than the Jets. Like, there's, I would agree. There's nothing. I would there's nothing to watch. I mean, unless you want to see the, the big Mac Jones, Bailey Zappy controversy. <laughs> but you could also be seeing the last games of Bill Belichick's career with the Patriots. That's a little something. Yeah, oh yeah, nothing like seeing a guy standing in a sweatshirt. You know, that's, that's meaningful. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to Mike in Trenton. What's up, Mike? Start it off. Hey, guys. Uh, you asked a question about Juan Soto and the fans and stuff. Uh, the Yankees desperately need him, obviously, for a lot of reasons. And I think they need more help coming with him, too. They need that Japanese uh, pitcher that's coming out. Even though I think their their starting pitcher, their rotation will be okay if they make another move besides him. But they need a left fielder, obviously, and a center fielder. And I don't know who their third baseman is right now. You could probably answer that. But well, I mean, their third baseman right now, if nothing changes, is DJ LeMayu. He did a good job filling in for Rizzo. He's won a gold glove as a utility infielder. He did that two years ago. He, he can play a pretty good third base. He doesn't really profile as a third baseman because he's not a 35 home run guy. But if he hits the way he hit toward the second half of the year, they'll take him at third. You've got Volpe, who they expect to mature and, and hit better as a shortstop. He's already won a gold glove. Rizzo's coming back from the concussion. And I truly believe in order to move around money, and they, they also have to make a decision, Don and Peter. Glaber Torres had a really good year for the Yankees last year. This is the last year that they have him as an arbitration-eligible player. And then he's going to become a free agent. So if you're the Yankees, you have to make a decision. Do I want Glaber Torres so much that I'm going to sign him after next year to a contract that probably averages $26 million a year. And I'm going to have to give him five or six years. Do you really want that? Now, you have to make that decision right now because if you don't want it, you got to trade him. And you've got the bodies to fill. They're not going to give you the same amount of offensive production. You put Peraza there, he'll be just as good defensively, but is he going to be able to hit? I don't think he's going to hit like Torres. Or you can get a third baseman and just move LeMayu to second which is his natural position. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Glaber because if they keep Glaber to me, they're making a commitment to sign him after that because why keep him and then, then not sign him as a free agent? Wouldn't make sense. Let's go to Carlos in Tarrytown. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, first time caller here. Welcome. Listen, instead of 
paying all that money for Soto because you'd have to extend him after one year if he doesn't walk. Mm-hmm. Why not just sign Bellinger, Yamamoto, if that's the way the right way to pronounce his name, and yeah. the Korean outfielder that's out there. Um, and then you can sign all three long-term for the same amount that you would have to sign Soto. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I like the way you're thinking, Carlos, but I don't know if it's for the same amount. I mean, maybe over the long haul, but not on a, an average annual basis. I mean, Ballinger's going to want anywhere from 25 to $30 million a year. So Soto will get 33 next year as an arbitration-eligible guy, coming off the year that he had. He played every single game. Here's the thing that worries me, Don and Peter, and I wonder if fans think like this as well. It's been reported today that he has no intention of signing any kind of extension. None. He's going to play one year and become a free agent. Well, mm. now that changes my perspective of on the Yankees. There's no way I'm giving them Dominguez for one-year rental. There's no way I'm giving them one of my no. best young players for one year. If I have no. 72 hours to negotiate a long-term deal, then I could give them, maybe think about giving them Dominguez, but I'm not going to give them one of the top prospects in baseball for a guy for one year. I'm not going to do it. I agree. So, 100%. You're not, so the Padres are going to get stuck with not getting what they want. Or, at this point, guys, is it just better, hey, we still have a good team, then we'll just ride it out. If, I, if I'm going to have to trade him for half of what he's worth, because I want to get something instead of losing out on somebody with no, you know, for, lose him in free agency, why not just take the other year with him? Because I can't afford him. Because they have, to make, they have to get 700 innings of pitching back. And if you don't trade Soto, there's no way they have to get their payroll at two hundred million because it was at two fifty last year, and they had to take a fifty million dollar loan. So if you if you don't trade his thirty three million, there's no way. That, how are they going to fill the innings? That's why I think they're going to have to reset their sights unless there's some team out there that thinks they're Juan Soto away from winning a World Series, and they'd be willing to do that and give up top prospects for so, one year. So what are the teams we're talking about? I mean, the, the, the Texas Rangers want them? You would think the Mets should be in, although I'm told that they're not. You would think they should be in. But they're, they seem to be willing, at least, to wait the year. Like, I think all this conversation about the Mets, you know, it's not about 2024, is that they're, they're not going to be in a position at least on the surface, of, of, of going for it in 2024. They want to set up everything for 25 and beyond, meaning go out and get Soto when he's a free agent and maybe get Yamamoto this year, but they'll really kind of retool for, for the future. But who's a team that needs to win now? The Yankees seem to be that team, haven't won since 2009. Uh, the Texas Rangers just won, but I guess do they want to try to win another one? Is there another team out there that feels like I got to win now and I'm willing to roll the dice and lose him in free agency? And I can't imagine you're going to give up a lot for the luxury of just one kick at the can. And if the Padres look at it, I know they got to get rid of money, Michael, but for one year, who knows? Maybe it comes together. It's not a bad team. They finished with the same record as the Yankees. No, you, but but here's the problem, Don. They they almost sold out every game, and they still lost money. So even if they go to the World Series, what does it mean? It doesn't. It doesn't even. They overspent for their market, and now they lost their television deal. I get it. So so they're going to have to give them away for nothing. I mean, wh- why would anybody give you a lot? when And it's a Boris client. So let's be honest, Michael. Even if he falls in love with New York or Texas or anybody. He's crazy, still working. Boris is still testing free agency, right? He's still going to go out there and get it. And we've seen the Yankees work with a budget. 
So it is possible that he could price himself out of it, and there might be enough nut job owners out there like you know like Cohen. It's like I don't care. I'll pay whatever. I want to get. I want to bring him here. So if I'm the Yankees, I'm very careful to give up a ton for a guy that I might not be able to keep. So the, the fact that he will not do any kind of extension it, it changes the whole paradigm. It really does. I, I don't know how you can give up great players for that, even though you're getting an unbelievable all time great back. For one year, it's not worth it to give up all your top prospects. Yeah, but every team is going to be in that situation unless there's a team that's got a ton of prospects and don't care, or they just don't care about the future and they're all in on the one season. But who's the, who is that? Who is desperate enough they got to win? The Padres were in that situation for Red obvious Sox. reasons. Their owners were dying. Red Their Sox. owner was dying. All right. Do they have the prospects to make it work? They've got They've got a pretty good farm system, though. Now they've I don't think done any teams that before. In the Central can do it. Um, I guess the Angels would do it, but they don't. Now, they they trade all their prospects away. Now the Red I mean, Sox they replace Otani. They'd have to, right? Well, the Red Sox they've they've done that. Win a championship, finishing last. Win a championship, finishing last. I mean, do they want to do that now? They don't have that great of a team, but are they willing to just have for one year? And would that be enough for them to compete? No, they need more. But that that would be a big step. I Let's, just don't know. The, the Padres are an impossible spot. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, they're, they're selling without any leverage. Now, I did make one mistake. The, the initial contract that Severino signed was for $10 million a year. And the option year, which the Yankees picked up, for, which was last year, was $15 million. So he's, he's actually taking a $2 million haircut. But if you average the average annual value of the deal that he signed with the Yankees, he's getting a raise. I think he averaged about $11 million a year on this Yankee deal. Let's go to uh, David in Manorville. David. Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, hey, I'd David. Like, I've been wanting to make this phone call for quite a while. Uh, All right. Before I get to my two Yankee calls, uh, my two Yankee questions, I want to thank all you three gentlemen for basically saving my life. In the last couple of years, uh, my wife, who was 15 years younger than me, died. Then my brother died, and my two so, sons died. So and sorry. to be honest, I had no reason to get up in the morning. I didn't want to be here anymore. But... You guys, knowing you guys would be on 3 o'clock every day, and I could hear familiar voices, uh, it gave me the impetus to still be here. So I want to thank you for that. I'm so sorry you've gone through that, David. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm uh, glad that we could help even a little bit. And I don't. And I got shocked really bad on the job, and uh, I can't walk it anymore. It damaged all my nerves, so I, I can't even drive anymore. So I really look forward to you guys' shows and your opinions. And my questions are, I think the Mets probably got a good deal on Severino because uh, one year is one year. You know, if he, if he turns out to be good, great. If not, it's only one year. And my other question would be to Michael, uh, probably. Did you happen to know Mel Allen? I, I, yeah, I did, I did get to know Mel. When back in the 70s, me and my brother were at Yankee Stadium, and we always waited for about an hour after the game to get out because you know the traffic there. Mm-hmm. And Mel walks by us. Now, I grew up with Mel. I'm 79 years old. I grew up with Mel and Red Barber, and Phil came in the booth in 56, I believe. Yeah. And we said, Hi, Mel. You know, we're brothers. And I'll tell you, the guy could. We actually, after about forty minutes, we had to say, "Well, we got to go," because he couldn't <laughs> have been a nicer guy. He treated us like we were his kids. He was just so such a kind. And I always loved him because I don't know if Michael's old enough to remember when he each had a rainout. 
they wouldn't cut away to anything. He would do the whole rain out live on TV, and he would talk about the Yankees back when Garrick and Ruth and DiMaggio were on the team. And I loved the guy so much, and I read books about him afterwards, but I couldn't believe what a nice man he, he was. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, David. He was, and again, hang in there, and I'm glad that we could help a little bit. Thank he, you, David. He yeah, was, for sure. He was, um, he was so great with me. Gave me advice. You know, I, I'd sit with him during old timers. Say, yes, just showed a picture that they took during old timers. So, you know, just to just to get that kind of a, a, a passing of the baton, so to speak, from the voice of the. I always say that you know they call John or they call me now the voice of the Yankees. We're not the voice of the Yankees. Mel Allen is the voice of the Yankees. Yeah. Everybody else is just leasing that, but he's the permanent voice of the Yankees. So, yeah, he was a very nice man, and he was very very chatty. If if you sat down with Mel, it would go on for a while. That's pretty he, cool, though. He, he just liked to talk. Yeah, it was great. Really cool. Oh, boy, that guy's gone some through some time, huh? Really wow. has. I'm glad that, I mean, we, we've gotten a couple of calls like this uh, this week. Yeah, uh, I don't know it's why. It's hard to even believe that we have that kind of impact. But even if it's like a small impact for people, wow. It makes it all the more gratifying. I guess you'd agree, Peter. Well, absolutely, and I can, and I even though thank God I haven't been through anything to the depths of what we've heard this week, I certainly relate to the idea of that when you're going through your worst time, it's so hard to get through the day that if you do have that one thing, even if it's something small like a, a bunch of local yokels yapping on the radio, knowing you have that window to look forward to um, is really cool. And honestly, I'm not just saying this; it's it's the biggest, coolest blessing of our job that we get to be that for people is the coolest thing ever. Absolutely. Now, um, we got a lot of great um, emails that we're going to get to at the end of oh, the hour. Oh, cool. And if you want to email us, you know how to do us. Uh, do it, tmkscspn at gmail.com. And we'll pick the uh, we'll pick the ones that we find are entertaining that we can bat around. So we'll do that you know, toward the end of the hour. But right now, Peter's going to tell you about FanDuel. You're damn right I will, Michael. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Peter and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL, 21 and over, and physically present in New York for his online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after a seat. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text OPEN-Y 467-369. All right, guys. The Mercedes-Benz Holiday Love Celebration is here. Come into Mercedes-Benz and New Rochelle for incredible offers and exceptional service. You're bound to love. Now through January 2nd, do not miss great offers. For example, two years complimentary service through January 2nd. Don't miss great offers like that. Plus, uh, how about the prepaid maintenance and charging? Whether online or in-store, they offer a great selection of luxurious and innovative models that will fit your lifestyle and needs. And new at-home or at-work Mobile service is available to the local customers. Let them come to you from any routine service items. Call the schedule, stop by their showroom, or visit them at mbnewrochelle.com. Mercedes-Benz and New Rochelle, proud member of the Pepe Auto Group, the name you've trusted since 1968. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, you guys know this by now, but the, the uh, Michael K. Show holiday party returns on Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. Now, we're going to have plenty of giveaways for fans in attendance, including ticket packages from the Jets, Knicks, Rangers, and Islanders, plus special guest appearances. you got to find out who it's going to be, either show up or listen to the show. So mark your calendars and get ready to spread some cheer at the Michael K. Show holiday party Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. It's brought to you by the New York Islanders, Jake's 58 Casino Hotel, Yingling Traditional Lager, and Flight by Yingling, the perfect beers for the holiday season. Security Dodge, visit securitydodge.com and come get some selection. And benefiting the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Come get some. Uh, talking some baseball here at the start, 1-800-919-3776. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Griffin in Connecticut. Griffin. Hey guys, um, yesterday when I listened to you, Michael, when you were mm-hmm. talking about those guys that uh, were saying that soda doesn't make them better, you hit it right on the nose when they were talking about defense and then a great defender and they didn't like him because he couldn't hit. Uh, Soto is not that bad of a defender. He might not be a gold glove defender, but he's not a neophyte out there. It's not like you're putting somebody out there that can't catch a fly ball. He can catch a fly ball. He might not be a, a great outfielder, but he's not in the fight. He has 40-something home runs, and you're going to have a short porch and right. You talk about Judge, Soto, Stanton, Rizzo. This, that is, the Yankees had no left fielder last left-handed bat except for Rizzo. And then when Rizzo got hurt, they had no left-handed bat. This would really put a hole in left field. I would actually bring a lucky into bat that we have not had, and I don't know how long. I agree with you, Griff. I, I didn't understand the take by, by the fans that called in 
Because if you look at their production from left field last year, it was laughable. It wasn't good. And he is not a he's not a plus defender. If anything, he's barely average. And that gives you some pause at Yankee Stadium with the big left field. But he's not a hack. And I think his offense more than makes up for the defense. Because we mentioned this this point yesterday. Joey Gallo is a great defender, a gold glove defender. That was one of the reasons they were attracted to him. Couldn't hit, though. So what would you rather have? A guy who can make every well, catch in the outfield or a guy who's going to hit you 40 home runs and play every single I think, day? I, I take Gallo over Soto any day of the week. Really interesting. I, tell me. Yeah. Yeah, don't you know, I'm just, a big, him, I'm just a big fielding guy. Big fielding guy. Tell the All story right. again about how the, the fly ball hit you on the knee. Yeah, so I, I was out there. You know, it was, it was a summer league game, but it was like the, the real summer league game. Like This is the real, like, you know, serious team. Sure. And But during the summer league, I'd end up getting thrown in sometimes in center field in places I shouldn't be playing. Okay. And uh, I just, I came in on a fly ball. I, I misread it, and it bounced right off my knee, and it was quite Ouch. painful. Now, do you think that Soto is going to be at that level, or...? No, no, I think he's better than that, which is why I think that he will be well worth but, uh, the move. I, I just, I'm confused. Like, I know there are stats to back this up, but like in your estimation, Michael, mm-hmm. if so, an outfielder at the fielding level of Juan Soto, how many games is it likely that his fielding would cost you a year? I, I don't, I don't think it would cost you that much. Maybe a game. No. But how many games, what would his war be offensively? Would it be five or six? So he'd win you six games and maybe lose you one in the field? Yeah, I'll take that trade. Guys. Yeah, I think so. And that's, I think it's a big if that he'd lose you one. But yeah. I, I, I think we're diving too deep into two yo-yo calls. Love yo-yo yesterday. calls. Because first of all, it could have just been a troll. But even if it wasn't a troll, it's fans that don't want to give up prospects. And I get that because it might only be for a one-year rental. But you know, Michael, how New Yorkers just love the prospects. They don't want, they want to hold on to these guys like Grim Death. But the, when you give up prospects, it's usually for a guy that's only 25 years old. But I can get the apprehension because you're not guaranteed to have him when he becomes a free agent. So say that. Don't pick the player apart. I can understand you saying, I don't want to trade for him. I'll wait till he's a free agent. I get that. But don't pick the player apart. He's exactly what the Yankees need, period. And it, sometimes you got to give up things in order to get that player. So at least say what it is. Don't pick the player apart. It's stupid. Let's go to Joe in Morris Plains. Hi, hey, Joe. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Listen, I love your show, but, you know, I've been a Yankee fan a long time. You know, I, first, let's get to Soto. Obviously, Soto is going to make us a lot better team. I mean, but if we have to give up, of our up-and-coming pitchers right now, okay, it's going to hemorrhage the, the pitching staff again. We're still, we're still, we have so many problems. I mean, I saw your take before on the infield for next season mm-hmm. uh, with DJ at third and Rizzo at first. Now, in good conscience, can you tell me that you really think that those two guys are going to have bounce-back seasons after what they've given to us the last couple of years? I, mean, I definitely, I, I, I uh, Joe, I definitely believe that Rizzo is going to be fine. I mean, I, 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 I can't believe that a concussion is going to last a year. He was having a really good season before he ran into Fernando Tatis's leg. So yeah, I think Rizzo is going to be fine, and I think that from from the you know the All Star break on, 
DJ LeMayu was was pretty good. I mean, I don't know if he's a batting champion, DJ LeMayu, but remember, it was all you Yankee fans that when he won the batting title in the uh, the COVID shortened season, yo, know, you got to give him whatever he wants, whatever he wants. So they gave him a six year, fifteen million dollar deal, fifteen million a year. So now you're going to get the back end of that. That's the way it works. So all the fans that scream, give them whatever they want, then you're going to pay for it at the end. But I think DJ LeMayu is still a serviceable player that can help you win. I truly believe that. Truly believe that. Let's go to uh, Jason in New Jersey. Jason. Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for taking my call, as always. Um, I want to talk about two two players. One, uh, Juan Soto. Um, Forget about the contract and everything aside. For people to call up and rip Juan Soto like he's like, oh, he's not great defensively, this is literally one of the best players in the sport. This is the kind of player you wait for and you build prospects up to trade for and try to have. The guy walks more times than they strike out. He plays every single day. He's a left-handed bat. There's nothing you could say against him as a player. He's absolutely one of the best players in the sport. Uh, the second part is for on um, Glaber Torres. He's got one year left on his contract. Um, I'm quite concerned that I think personally I would look to move off of him because on the open market, he's probably, what, going to get five years, $100-plus million. Yeah. Um, he's a second baseman, which is very valuable, that can hit. And personally, if when he gets that kind of money, I just don't think he's worth it. I feel like he's a very streaky hitter. He has uh, he has some doozies in the field. Sometimes he doesn't sometimes know where he is. I, I would look to probably move off of him because when he gets that big contract, I'm not sure – his value is going to be worth that money. Thanks for taking my call. You got it, Jason. Thanks, I think the Yankees have to make that decision. Are they going to – do they look at Glaber and say, okay, long term? And my, my, my guess is they probably say no. Well, then, then you got to trade him now. I'm sorry, you have to trade him now because he, he's coming off a pretty good year. Trade him now. Now, and the, the team that trades for him is only getting him for one year because he will be a free agent, but he's not a Boris client. Maybe he signs an extension. I'm not sure. Or maybe the Yankees decide to offer him an extension. Let's say they give him – Five years, $100 million. I don't know if he would take that, but let's say they do that. Maybe they would do it, but they've got to make the decision now, Don. You can't sit back and wait and let, well, let it play out and then get yourself a draft pick. But it's not worth it. He is the one movable piece that you have. And, of, of great value. Right. Well, Michael King, I think, has a lot of value. Well, I'm, uh, but uh, of the everyday player, and, and, and he's someone that, I, I, honestly, I would trade. I think I've seen enough. Now, this was a guy... Peter, if you remember, I said it's laughable now, but I did say it that this potentially could be a better player than Judge. What do you have? Was it thirty-eight home runs, Michael? What last year? No, his first year. Yeah, first year, and now he had twenty-five last year. You know, so I think that was an aberration. But there's going to be a team out there, I'm sure, that thinks that he can get back to that level, and I'm willing to take that chance that he will someplace else. And if and and maybe you're willing to give up some prospects, Michael a little bit more than you want to, knowing that you can trade Glaber and get some of them back. I think if you could get some young talent, maybe a young pitcher for Glaber, that's that's worth the deal. And you've got you've got the young players that you have cost certainty with. You've got Peraza, who I think would be a plus defender. You have Peraza to play second base. I don't think he's going to hit like, like Glaber, but he's going to feel just like as well as anybody else. So you have the you have the guy, and if you end up getting a third baseman, then you have the guy at second. That could be DJ LeMahieu. That's the way I look at it. Let's go to uh, Richie out in Charlotte. What's up, Richie? Hey, 
Mike, you hear me? Yeah, what's up, babe? Sorry, uh, I just, over the years, the, the Yankees just have this propensity to just hold on to these prospects for forever that just told Glaber, uh, Greg Bird is going to be like the next Donnie Baseball and Jesus Montero was supposed to be the next guy and the list goes on and on and on and wait, Juan Soto is a generational talent that immediately fills so many needs that this team the Yankee fans have been begging for over the last few years. I, I just don't understand it. It just makes no sense. It's a no-brainer. There really isn't a name I wouldn't give up for. Well, see, but that, that's, that's where you lose me a little bit, yeah, Rich. Come on. I, I'm not giving up Anthony Volpe. I'm not giving up Dominguez for one-year player. Now, if you could sign him to a six-, seven-, eight-year deal, maybe I would give up Dominguez. Volpe's your shortstop for the next 10 years. I mean, let's get that out there. They're not going to give him up. All the shortstop they passed over to keep Anthony Volpe, all of a sudden he has a gold glove year in his rookie season. You're going to trade him? That makes no sense. And it doesn't make sense for the Padres. They have an overabundance of shortstops. They need pitching. But, guys, doesn't doesn't this feel like it's it's just not going to happen? Is this a Brian Cashman move? Scott Boris is going to try to get as much money as humanly possible. I'm sure the Yankees are working with some sort of a budget. If you're having a meeting saying, if we're not going to go the whole, we're not going to go to the wall with this guy, then why are you making the deal? Unless you desperately want to win this year and you think that maybe he'll love it here so much he'll give you a discount. Boris isn't playing that game. No, he Boris doesn't so, get discounts. So if you're working with a budget, you're willing to go far. But you know there might be teams out there that will go the extra mile. This isn't going to be a judge thing, Michael, where the Padres and the Giants offered more and he stayed with the Yankees. That's not going to happen with Soto. You're right. He is going to go to the highest bidder. So if you're not willing to be the highest bidder, why are you even having conversations with the Padres right now? Unless they won't have to give up that much and you get a great player for a year. But the and question they, they, becomes, they have to make the playoffs next year. They can't, they can't not make the playoffs two years in a row. But the question becomes, is that there a team out there that is willing to go to the hilt that also wants to win this year? See, I think the Mets are willing to go the extra mile, and they'll just wait till he becomes a free agent. Right. Because don't, I don't think they necessarily feel the pressure to win in 2024. See, the... If the Mets wanted to win now, I think that would scare me if I were the Yankees. Because, but do they have the prospects? But it might not take that many prospects. This just does not feel like a Yankee move to me. Because I, it dawned on me when you were talking to the caller, calls like you got to give anything. No, you can't because he's he, he he might only be a rental. Is that the way the Yankees work? They could play this game twenty years ago because they knew at the end of the day they'd spend the most money. But that's not the way the game is anymore. There's other teams that will spend as much money, if not more, than them. So why are you even dancing? Oh, we have the mailbag coming up next. But right now, Don's going to tell you about Mazda. It's Don Greg here for Ramsey Mazda. This is the season, the season to save at Ramsey Mazda during the season of inspiration sales event, like the new 2024 Mazda CX30 for two nineteen or a new. 2024 Mazda CX-5 for $279 a month. Find your new Mazda at Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. Bin RM6079-40 and R0376058. MSRP 29635 31345 Tax, title, registration, extra ends 113023. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. Most of you don't have a 98.7 ESPN backdoor number to reach us directly. Hi, guys. But lucky for you, we've got email. I look at my emails. It's the TMKS mailbag. I don't want stuff mailed to me. Well, we do want stuff mailed. TMKSESPN at gmail.com. This is from our good friend Brian Neary. When were each of you first starstruck while you were interviewing someone? Also, who was the first person you interviewed that made you realize you had made it in the business, that your time had finally arrived as a broadcaster? Oh, wow. Peter? Still. I'm still waiting on that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the first one was one that made you nervous. Starstruck. Yeah. I mean, I, there's so so many early on. You know what I mean? I think, in the, I think in the early part of my career, I was pretty, I was pretty worked up about a lot of them, you know? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it, with me it was like somebody I was interviewing. I just remember being in front of the mic for that first game we ever did, me and John together. Oh yeah, I'm sure. on radio, it was Yankees Red Sox at the stadium, and I I, I was kind of like overwhelmed. I don't know if I thought I made it, but I had reached the goal of becoming the Yankee announcer, so that was a pretty big deal. And I just yeah, know I mean, that I, I don't get starstruck from people, but. When I introduced Michael Jordan at the Derek Jeter Day at the stadium, that was, and he came over and shook my hand, that was pretty humbling. Uh, it's Michael Jordan. Do you really? So when you say you don't get starstruck, what you mean is not that you don't get excited to meet celebrities, but that you don't get like, you don't lose like, oh my God, I don't know what to say. I'm not, and I'm not fumbling over words. Because, because have I ever told you guys my, my pet peeve? Please. People love saying, all kinds of people. From actual famous people themselves to people, you know, people who are not famous, but people love to say, I don't care about meeting celebrities and everyone's lying. Even celebrities are lying. Celebrities love meeting celebrities. Everybody likes meeting people of note or someone they've watched on TV or in a movie and everyone feels the need to say, you know, I don't even care about stuff like that, but oh, I love I love it. Yeah. Uh, why, Why even pretend this is from Jobin Matthew. Go ahead. There's something that's been bothering me for quite a while. Something truly repug. The description for the TMKS podcast page. It currently reads, The voice of the Yankees pairs with New Jersey native Don LaGreca and multifaceted DJ Peter Rosenberg. Number one, as you know, words are used as tools, as weapons. Who is the voice, singularly, of the Yankees between Michael and John Sterling? Okay. Two, now that Don is officially a radio voice of the Knicks and the Rangers, he deserves more credentials than just being some yo-yo from New Jersey. The description makes it seem like the pinhead suits found Don smoking out of an apple at Gypsy Pond in Jersey one day and asked him to do sports updates for ESPN Radio. It's a great point, by the way. And three, Peter has more jobs than Don and Michael combined. Hot 97, TMKS, WWE, 45th President, and God. He deserves more credentials (laughs) than just multifaceted. Does the description have some kind of word limit? Love your show. You know what? It's a great take, and... I mean, if he thinks that's bad, he should see the way that we get listed sometimes on, like, cable guides. The, the cable guides but, sometimes won't even list me at all, or, and the picture will just be a picture of Michael and Don from 12 years ago. So th- this is a problem, but I, I appreciate but, this, but, this but, writer. Here's where he kind of lost me, even though he's supporting me. 
So he's taking exception to you being the voice of the Yankees. Right. Because there's John Sterling. But he's got no problem calling me the voice of the Knicks and the Rangers? He said the radio voice. Although but, I, I, I never say I'm the voice of the Yankees. But wait a minute. I say but I'm, I'm the TV but I'm not voice even, of the Yankees. But I'm not even the radio voice of the Knicks and the Rangers. That is a good point. All right, so Jobin, Don's telling you to stick it. I think the argument is. I mean, I'm just saying that why are you jumping Michael for, and it's not even him, but why are you jumping the whole voice because there's John Sterling. Well, you know, Kenny does games. Pat O'Keefe does way more Nick games. And the true voice is Ed Cohen. As soon as he's ready to go, he's going to go back into the saddle. So come on. Don, your title's New Jersey native. I think that's what he was getting at. Yeah, Yeah, but but we understand that part, Anthony. But at the same time, to Don's point, just because you don't like that part doesn't mean you can throw out the exact same thing that you had a problem well, with five seconds earlier. The person to make it that better wrote for that is probably the person that will not allow our names on the show. But you know, the fact that you listen to this show for twenty some odd years and all you can take from it is that Don's from New Jersey. That right, is, this is a, this, this is not for right, Mike though. Brown. I love the show and enjoy all three of you. I'm a huge fan of the Devils, Yankees, and 49ers. I also really enjoy wrestling and love Peter on WWE. The question I have is for Don. Hmm. Uh, He grew up a Giants, Mets, and Devils fan. He did pre and post for the Jets and stayed loyal to the Giants. He works for Yes and stays loyal to the Mets. However, he's doing radio for the Rangers and seems to have left the Devils behind, no longer roots for them. Maybe I'm misreading him, but it just seems this way. So what's the deal, Don? Well, it's just a different, uh, it's a different vibe, right? I mean, I'm traveling with the team, I'm calling games. It's, it's different than the pre and post. Uh, maybe, maybe you can look at it differently, but I always looked at, yeah, listen, I do the pre and post. They're not really um, natural rivals in the sense that they, they play in the same division, you know, I did my job, and, and I was able to maintain my giant fandom, but I don't know, something just hit differently with the Rangers because, again, I'm, I'm with the team, traveling with the team, staying in the same hotels, uh, calling the game just felt different. I felt like it was more a part of the team. And plus, the two teams were playing each other all the time. So, I, and, and they played each other in the conference final. How am I supposed to declare I'm still a Devil fan when they're playing in the 2012 conference final? Now, this if the for- Jets and Giants played in the Super Bowl... Maybe maybe there would be a crossroads there, but there never was in the 16 years I did the Giants and Jets. Their their rogue regular season games are just that. And this is finally another, uh, from another Brown. This one, Paul Brown. Just wondering. No, if Don I love his fin- stadium. I just wondered if Don has finally retired from shoveling snow coming into the festive period, and could he get Carlos to do it for him instead? Why would Carlos? Carlos is 70 years old. <laughs> I didn't. Is Carlos 70? Really? Yeah. He's probably oh, seventy-one by now. Oh, no, I, he's in his seventies, in his early seventies. Why would I have somebody that's fifteen, sixteen years older than me? I'm going to continue to shovel, but luckily, global warming has not made that an issue anymore. I like the idea of Don going to a seventy-year-old neighbor and asking for help. So, I mean, the seventy-year-old neighbor though is 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 spry enough though to um to be working the the cul-de-sac with cookies though. I don't think he that takes spryness. <laughs> They don't work the cul-de-sac. I mean, you make it sound like they're prostitutes. They gave they gave cookies at Halloween. He's such a bad guy. People don't even realize the level of bad guy. These are good, hard-working people, and he brings them down for his own entertainment. I don't think anybody listening is entertained by it. That's wrong. He he does it for his own amusement. Sickening. 
Sebastian Matascalco coming to Madison Square Garden on Wednesday, September 18th and Thursday, September 19th of 2024. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets this week on DPHO and Rothenberg and the Michael K Show. It's brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets go on sale 10 a.m. tomorrow at Ticketmaster.com. Well, everybody, the holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code K at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. It really won't. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code K at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. And I truly believe it's it's the very best. Every couple of days, I'll have myself an Omaha steak. It's delicious. And the, the, the burgers are just amazing. My whole family loves Omaha steaks. You will, too. So visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Plus, use promo code K at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. That's Black Friday now, and all month long at Bay Ridge Mazda. They have over 180 new vehicles in stock ready for delivery and all priced below MSRP. Plus, get 0% APR financing on select new Mazda models. And every new Mazda comes with one year of free oil changes and a free tire rotation. Visit them during the season of inspiration at 9000 4th Avenue in Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeMazda.com. Available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. Must take same-day delivery. MSRP discounts not available on future or pre-sold inventory. So see dealer for details. It ends 11-30-2023. That's today. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.